Congratulations! You're listening to a Radio One ninety one FM podcast. Um, speaking of catching up, we're catching up with Christy from Yumizuma now at the Money Ape. Good morning. How are you? Good. And yourself? Not too bad. Yeah. Wonderful. All things considered. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yumizuma has a new. You, well, you've got a new single out uh, in the eyes of our love. Um, that's the third singing, single off your upcoming album, which you've also announced, which is called uh, Present Tense, which is out in March. Uh, welcome to 2022, I guess, first, Christy. Uh, 2022 at 204 BPMs, racing into the year. <laughs> yeah, I think um, that's sort of the approach we're taking for this year, just <laughs> given how everything seems to be going. We're like, right, time to just... Uh, you know, give it heaps. Yeah. Um, but no, in all seriousness, I think this was kind. Of, we kind of did always want to put this song out with the with the album announced, knowing that it was kind of you know a bit of a funky time to be announcing music and mm-hmm. a bit of an uncertain time as to how this year is going to go um, with touring and with all that. And um, so yeah, it's uh, it felt real fun to do just a real fast um, upbeat song and kind of. You know, it's got quite hectic drums on it. It's just something, I don't know, it was a little bit different for us. Yeah, yeah. We're very much in our usual vein, but yeah, going hundies in 2022 for sure. (laughs) Um, (laughs) You know, it's the same speed as Arctic Monkeys, I Bet You Look Good on the Dance Floor. (laughs) Funnily enough, it's also the same speed as um, Kenny and Dolly's Islands in the Stream. Oh, that's amazing. (laughs) We need to make a mega mix. Yeah. Surely. Yeah. yeah. Oh, all yeah. three of those songs. Can you imagine? I the can dance imagine. would be insane. I love them all. In fact, I've even dropped Islands in the Stream in a DJ set before and it oh. went off. It was great. It's uh, beautiful. You uh, know, I'm gonna I'm gonna write that down and I'm gonna remember that <laughs> I think that needs to be incorporated somehow as well. You know, we have like a playlist that plays before we go on stage yeah. or after. Those both those songs actually would be absolute bangers on there. There so. you go. Hey, look, I'm here to help. <laughs> I'm here to help. Um, right. So we know it's fast, but what's behind the context of the lyrics? I read somewhere um, that uh, um, I read something about Fast and Furious, Tokyo Drift, and the Nixon administration. Um, I, look, to be honest, it's not about either of those no. things. Um, <laughs> but it, there, are, I think there is some sort of. Bizarre tie to both of those kind of, uh, yeah, those topics. Um, it's actually mostly about, um, I think Charlie wrote most of the lyrics on this one, and he got inspiration um, about, like, a, I should know, I, she should have known this a bit better, but it's about, like, the Chilean revolution, and there was, like, a musician. Um, there's a reference to one of his songs. I can't remember his name. I really should have done my research on my own lyrical content here, but... Um, <laughs> it's, so it's it's kind of got this underlying theme. We kind of wrote it about that, and then we kind of maybe toned down some of the things that were ultra specific. But we did leave in that line about the song Vin Ceramos is like one of his musicians, uh, the Chilean musician. He uh, got his uh, hands cut off or fingers cut off or something for like writing music that obviously was you know against government. Uh, you know, politics or mm-hmm. whatever at the time. So there is actually quite a uh, good story behind it. However, I have I have only these <laughs> little droplets of information to provide you with, sadly. But, um, yeah, there's probably some good reading in it. If you Google that song, Ben Ceramos. I will. Um, 
you'll get his you'll get his backstory. I'm going to check that out. I'm going to check that. But that does work with the Nixon administration and the Pinochet government. So that kind of yeah, yeah I see where that. Yeah, there I, you go. So yeah, it is it is linked to that. Yeah, <laughs> I see where it's coming from. Um, <laughs> yeah, amazing, amazing. What great content for a song. Um, and that's one of the things I love about you, Mizuma, the most. You never know where anything's going to come from. I think um, you know you can come straight from like um, the now to just some crazy left field topic like that. Um, and it just works so well. Yeah. Well, but, weirdly, it did. It did sound like. I mean, it did feel relevant just because we're kind of in. I think when we were working on the song, it was kind of in this time where there were a lot of protests going on. There was a lot of like political upheaval all around the world, and so it kind of felt like the right. Um, I don't know. I think there was just this link there. I think Charlie, when he was, you know, thinking of what we would put, we had like melodies and things to the song, and then I think when he was just thinking of something. But to I don't know, I think it did just make sense, given yeah. so there's kind of a link between the past and now. I mean, as they say, history repeats itself, so Indeed. here we are. Indeed it <laughs> yeah. does. Um, now, the the video for the track um, by filmmaker Alex Ross Perry, um, that's um, the first of a trilogy, is it not? It is, yeah. yes. So yeah. we've got uh, more coming from him. Um which I haven't actually seen the rest of them yet, so they're still somewhat of a mystery to me. But, um, yeah, those will be arriving to us in the next few months Mm -hmm. before the album comes out. Nice, nice. Um, Now, um, In Your Eyes of Our Love, In the Eyes of Our Love, is the third single off the upcoming album, uh, Present Tense. Uh, An album Mm -hmm. born in a world of distance, but, you know, and that's like a lot of Yumi Zuma's back catalogue. But unlike previous releases, Mm. the album's kind of the only driver, um, really, isn't it? Because, you know, usually you'd be like, oh, well, we've got a tour set. Because you've got to do these things uh, looking out quite, you know, with a bit of distance, especially if you're doing uh, big North American tours or world tours or things like that. So a, yeah. a tour can be a great driver behind a release. Um, oh, yeah. But yeah. you don't have that driver this time around. You, you've just got the record. So um, uh, even with a band that's used to working remotely, this is a new challenge. Yeah. So, I mean, that, that's, that's it. Like, I mean, now we know we, we have actually got a tour, and it ties in with when the album comes out. Like, the first date's on the 17th at our the album comes out the next day. Uh, we're playing in the UK and Europe, and then we're going to the US. But even that's kind of now called into question, isn't it? Yeah. Like, we still don't really know. It's a little bit Not again. Uh, up in the air. So I think we're we're all kind of with this mindset, like all of us in the band now are like, we count ourselves lucky if we can just, you know, we're not going to count any chickens before they hatch. We're just going to be like, if we do get to play these shows, that's going to be amazing. But either way, we were, we were intent on... You know, continuing to work on music and continuing to release, we didn't want, um, you know, not being able to see each other in person to stop us from that because it hasn't before. But yeah, you're right. It is harder when you don't know. Oh, okay, we're going on tour at this time, so we can get together after the tour and, you know, get in the studio and work on things, or even just being in the same room with somebody and you maybe someone's got the laptop out and we're working on lyrics or like, you know, it's those little kind of moments that you take for granted as to how crucial they are in the I guess in the process of like just writing an album and finishing an album and even just the being in the same mindset from hanging out with each other that's the part that you really do miss the most I think 
totally, totally. But what has not touring over the past couple of years allowed the band to kind of do on this record, which you might not have been able to do in previous <laughs> weeks? Um, I don't know. That's a really good one, actually, because it, um, it's really expensive to uh, tour. So <laughs> yeah. we actually ended up being able to invest a little bit more into... We've, we've hired some other musicians to play on this record. Um, Josh spent some time in L.A. with uh, a cello player um, who had worked with Angel Olsen, and so mm. and she laid down some really beautiful strings for us on the album. Um, so it's the stuff like that, actually. We had less limitation financially because we weren't touring. We didn't have those costs. We had a little bit more that we could kind of, a little bit further that we could go with it, I guess. Um so yeah, that's that's actually an interesting uh, point that sort of only just occurred to me. It's like when you are on tour, you know, we've always done things on somewhat of a, a budget, you know, con- yeah. considering or comparative to other bands, perhaps. Um, and um, yeah, that's become, you know, a, a much. We've been able to explore all of the like getting other musicians in and who can we work with to mix and produce and. We, we worked with some really amazing um, mixes on this album as well. We worked with three different mixes. Um, and so stuff like that, that we got that we could be like, right, well, we can explore this a bit more because, um, you know, we haven't got, like, a bunch of touring that's happening right now and that's going to cost us, you know, a whole lot of money. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, and yeah. like you said, the mixes you worked with and, and the bands that they've worked with in the past must be some of your favourite bands. They certainly are some of my favourite bands. And you look yeah. at this, like uh, Metronomy and uh, Charlotte Gunsberg and um, Grizzly Bear and stuff. Um, yeah. That, that, that some of those people will work with. It's amazing. Um, so you're going on tour after the release, and I assume that you and Olivia have MIQ spots for when you come home. I don't know. But what about the other way? Um, so you don't yeah, – um, okay, great. Because I, I was thinking, do, do Josh and Charlie have MIQ spots for coming home for the for, for a New Zealand tour? Uh, maybe they could just say that they're doing a DJ set uh, and, and they would get through the door. <laughs> and they would get in. Yeah. yeah. Perhaps. Yes. Yeah. I heard about this. Apparently, he's been into the country three three times. Mm. DJ Dimension. Yes. How yes. did he get in my spot three times? Just to, Th- three dimensional. Would, oh, that's yeah. a bad anyway. joke. I'm sorry. I'm obviously um, a father. <laughs> <laughs> no, I actually uh, Josh did ask. Or we did talk about this yesterday. He's like, so. You're all good if, like, the MIQ situation's still a bit messy and, uh, we, you know, you may have to hang around a bit in, in the US. And I'm like, yeah, look, whatever. At this point, let's just go and hope for the best. I mean, that'll be May by the time yeah. that tour's finished up. Fingers crossed things are looking a bit better by that point. But, honestly, you never know now, so we'll just play it by ear. Play it by ear. Um, yeah. And, yeah, you know, and I'm lucky that you know I have a I have a job a day job that I can do remotely. So I feel like this year I'm this is my year of just being a bit flexible about that stuff. So yeah, and, yeah. and a kind of like forced holiday. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. 
All right, well, um, we'll, we'll play out the, the track now, and we look forward to that record coming out in March. Um, like we said before at the top of, of the interview, it's fast-paced, um, but it's still got all those beautiful Yumizuma uh, flavours to it that we love so much. So um, it's a fantastic track, and it goes really well with the previous uh, two that have been released, of course, um, Give It Hell and Moon Lisa, uh, two uh, fantastic tracks. So we look forward to um, what comes next, especially with this three-part video series as well. Um, exciting times for Yumi Zuma and exciting times for us. So thank you so much for joining us this morning. Oh, thank you, Jamie. Always a pleasure. Always a pleasure indeed. And, um, we'll, <laughs> and, and no doubt we'll talk again soon. Yes, I hope so. Yeah, sweet thank, as you. thank you so much. Have a great day in Ototahi and we'll talk soon. You too. See you, mate. Bye. Bye. All right, Christy from Yumizuma. Here is the new track. It's called In the Eyes of Our Love. You're on the one, 91FM. That was a Radio 191 FM podcast. Find more at r1.co.nz.